0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. My guest today is somebody who kind of sprung into the conversation at the beginning of 2021. She has kind of grown into infamy in the San Ramon Valley Unified School District, and I think she's somebody who has been incredibly marginalized and dismissed. She participates more than anyone else at the Board of Education meetings and brings up points that I think, although seem goofy right out of the blocks, are incredibly astute and valuable for people to understand she's not here with me. She wouldn't give me an email nor phone number, but she is speaking very loudly. And I wanted to give some of her comments, the things that I think are important, some more attention and kind of digest them, break them apart. So other people can understand why I think they're at least very, very valuable. But without further ado, she who must not be named Helen of Doherty Valley. so helen of doherty valley sprung up in one of the original zoom in board of education meetings and she refused to give her name initially and then she just gave her name helen and everybody was kind of laughing about it because she had made comments about being worried about communist china and i believe she said she was a taiwanese national and you know she was she was saying look i don't want to give you my name because i know there are spies in the san ramon valley area and everybody I remember talking to people about this. They're like, you can't be serious. Like, that's ridiculous. And it was wild because everybody was worried about getting their kids back in school. And then to think they're this woman out here that thinks she's being spied on by communist China. I was like, this is like we got bigger fish to fry right now. But I started thinking about it a little bit more because I listened to a lot of interviews with national security advisors and uh, security contractors. And one of the things that, that somebody said about a year ago is, was that, yeah, there are these really easy ways to manipulate um, manipulate municipalities in the United States. One of them is a classic hunting bucket scam, so th- that's what this guy described it as. He's like, look, all you got to do is find a local mayor or a local somebody who has some kind of power, and you essentially entice them into an affair or some kind of bad behavior, and then you kind of have control of them, and it's not that hard to do. And I was like, huh, okay, all right, I guess that makes sense. And it's like, I don't know anything about spying. And that kind of gave me pause. Now, I also happened to have a friend who was selling Chinese, excuse me, wine to the Chinese government in the early 2000s. He was attempting to make these large business deals, and he he was going over there, flying, sitting at these tables that, you know, former presidents had been sitting at and talking to these not only politicians and members of the party, but very large, powerful businessmen. And I actually asked him about it, uh when I was hearing from Helen. I was like, hey, I know this sounds crazy, but do you think there's any way that there are, like, Chinese spies roaming around? And I know that's silly, but you're like, what do you think? And he was like, oh, absolutely. I said, what? He said, yeah, listen, this is this is the deal. And he told me he would be trying to make a deal with a businessman who didn't know anything. His, his vineyards were in Lodi, okay? And this businessman didn't know anything about Lodi. He didn't know where it was, nothing. And the guy was like, okay, let's set up a meeting for a few days from now. My friend would say, Great. So he'd go meet with him a few days, in you know, a few days from when, I, when he had initial contact. And the guy who knew nothing about Lodi, didn't know where it was, didn't know anything, all of a sudden knew street names, new owner names, new local business names, knew absolutely everything there was to know about Lodi. Things that you would literally have to be on the ground because they're happening in real time about who's moving where, what deals are being made, the entire thing. And it's like... Who, who is a random person in China who happens to know all these fine details about Lodi, California? And he said, look, it's impossible that they don't have people here on the ground doing these things. And he said, they, they, when I was sitting at the table talking to these people, they would have people on their hands and knees cutting the grass with scissors next to us. They don't have a lawnmower. They literally have people cutting grass by hand like, if you think they don't pop people on a plane and have them come over here and start asking questions and stuff, you're crazy. It's like, oh my God, that's bonkers. So instantly, Helen kind of got a little credit in my book. So I was like, well, maybe she's right. You know, it's not like, it's not like China doesn't have enough people and it's not like they don't have the interest. Maybe Helen is right. And again, There's a clip, there's something she said the other day at the January 18th Board of Education meeting that I think is really on point. And I don't think enough people are thinking about it. And I I think sometimes the things she says don't come across as effectively as they could. And again, I want to play this clip for everyone. And then I'll kind of tell you why I think it's so important.
1: So um, I just want to um, say that For all the apps that we're going to be using to assess the mental wellness for our students, I am very concerned about the data storage. And also, I want to share that in the past, uh, as a parent, when I have given my objection, that not every single time I found that um, my request was followed because, it's very confusing that these um, assessments sometimes take place in a specific uh, class or maybe it was last minute uh, decided. And so then our objection wasn't able to get to the teacher immediately. I'm wondering if there is a better communications uh, between uh, parent involvement and also these kind of assessments Um, that can take place instead of, you know, parent telling the principal and then the principal telling the teachers, I feel that there is a delayed uh, communication. Um, And I would also really like disclosure, every time that you want to assess uh, my student on a certain app or program, that you thoroughly disclose the developer of this app and also, you know, the qualification and how you had vetted them. My concern is that these developers can be uh, from overseas, such as communist China, and then these data uh, become unnecessarily uh, properties of a foreign state, and as well as stored in their server, that is basically for eternity. So before you um, implement any of those assessments, I urge you to please fully disclose uh, those concerns I had just shared with you and also uh, please really communicate and update the parents in a timely matter manner. And so then that our uh, response can also properly channel to um, the teachers or staff who are responsible for
0: the execution. Thank you. Okay, so Helen has a couple points here. One, there needs to be better communication about when and how you're testing my kid, okay? I want to know, and I need enough time to say, hey, look, I want him to participate, him or her, whoever, to participate or not. And I think most parents can say, like, okay, yeah, that's a reasonable request, right? Like, we all want to know what's going on, because especially if you're assessing him for no reason, then don't assess him, okay? But if you are assessing him for a reason— And this is going to be stored and it's going to affect him as a student or affect his his record. Well, then I absolutely want to know. So you're either doing it for no reason, and in that case, stop. Or you are doing it for a reason, and I want to know when it's going to happen. But the second thing that, that I think is really crucial with this clip is she's saying, look, who are the developers? Who's making the technology? Who's in charge of it? Why do we have it? Was it free? Did we pay for it? Right? Because the technology that's coming out is incredibly powerful. Everybody agrees on this, but why are we getting it? For instance, Facebook, okay? Facebook is incredibly powerful. Nobody knew why or how it would be so powerful, but it is, and everybody understands this. Google, when it came out, had a friend who was doing um, headhunting and and talent acquisition for, for different companies, and Google was trying to get him to to grab people. And he, everybody he kept asking, is like, look, what does this company do? Nobody really knew or they wouldn't say, but everyone said, this company has wheels. They are going to be monsters. And nobody understood why they were so valuable. Well, now we know they were farming data. Right? They're, they're getting data on what people are searching for. They're understanding what people want. Right, Th- These were incredibly powerful pieces of the puzzle now that we didn't understand before. So Helen's point is, look, who is making this technology? Was this technology in these assessments, were these just like gifts? They're like, hey, look, we have this incredibly accurate, powerful way to track your students. You can have it for free. Nothing is free. Okay, so look, let's say, just for argument's sake, that this tech is made by some developer in China that has some, of course, ties to the, to the party. Do you think it's possible that China is making incredibly powerful educational technology that will assess and track students, and lo and behold, the data gets stored on the server or it pings back to, to some server in China, and all of a sudden, your student has a profile. Your student has an academic profile, and and China on a larger scale is starting to understand where the hot spots for education are in the United States or in California or wherever, and they can do anything you want with that, right? Like, they could they could attempt to disrupt those areas and those educational systems, as Helen brought up in a different clip, saying, look, the man who just spoke at the Board of Education meeting isn't even part of this district. He's an activist. That's a different clip. But the point is, they could send people in to disrupt the the school system so that it functions worse. They could figure out what's going on in the school system. They could track those students. They could do anything they want. But the point is, if this is a foreign developer, who is giving us the app, and where is the data being stored, okay? So that's one piece. If it's a United States developer, okay, and that's fine too, if it's an American developer, and we paid for it, right? And like, we gave the developer money. It wasn't free. It wasn't this kind of thing. We're like, here, you use this, and we'll store your data. Are we sure that data is not going back to the American developer? Because if it is, how long do you think it's going to be until people have uh, a digital profile of your student's academic performance from TK on? And how long will it be until your student is dismissed from academic, uh, you know, higher education opportunities because they're like, well, look, we looked at your, uh, you know, academic score, which is a compilation of everything you've done from like K to 12. And we just don't really think you're, you're capable of doing it. I mean, we got rid of the SAT, or excuse me, some California schools decided to get, get rid of the SAT. Other schools know that's ridiculous, but some schools have decided, hey, we're not going to do this. How damaging do you think it would be if you could see the performance of somebody from kindergarten on and quantify it very, very easily with just like a number? They're like, nah, you're a 17. We really need a 22. Helen's point on this is very, very well made and very important. If we are giving assessments, if the school district is giving assessments to our children, we need to know when, we need to know why, and if they're digital assessments, we need to know where this data is going. Because if you're a parent and you're not concerned about somebody accumulating more data on you and your family and who could be doing it and why they're doing it, I don't know what to say. It's it's a huge concern in my life with my children. It's a huge concern with me. And there are very few things like my students' my children's academic future that I worry about as much. So, Helen, listen to me. I know you didn't get up at the board of education meeting to talk to me, but I want you to know I am listening. Please keep talking. I'm Matt Todd. And this is the unit that drives me. Go out and crush it.